Welcome to the Your Fearless Journey podcast with Becky, Kat, and Heather, where you can grow through your fears with courage and live your life wildly inspired. What morals and values are important to you? Do you know why they're important? Have you ever really thought about your morals before? Welcome to Your Fearless Journey with Becky, Kat, and Heather. We are here to come alongside of you so you can grow through your fears with courage and live your life wildly inspired. Now, today's going to be awesome. It's a little different because this isn't a topic we've really hit on, but today's going to be for you if you're ready to define your moral values God's way. Mm-hmm. Today's also going to be for you if you need some guidance, some help to actually evaluate and define them. Maybe you've never done that before. We're here to help. And if you desire just to live, not just to live a good life, but to live God's best life. Today's your day, my friend. Why do you believe what you believe? That really kind of cracks open the worm of knowing what are your moral values. And and I like to think of moral values like a guiding light. They're how you can see where you're going. It's like when you hit a fork in the road. Which way do I go? Do I go left? Do I go right? I don't know. You have something to actually evaluate that by and to compare it to. So... That is what we're going to be talking about today. Our moral values, how do we get them? Because, you know, let's be honest, the best way to get your moral values is is by what God says. Mm -hmm. So I just want to open that up, ladies, to talk about. Actually, Becky, (laughs) I want to start with you, and here's why. When you think about moral values, usually you get them from, like, your family. Right. Um, I grew up in church, and so, you know, a lot of it came from church. And also my family. But Becky, you did not grow up in church. Mm-hmm. So so I'm curious for you, how did you come by what you believed and your values? What's a value again? No, just kidding. <laughs> it's your moral compass. Do I go um, north or south? I feel as though it goes a little... <laughs> Northwesterly. A little wonky yeah. most days. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a great. You got a magnet, and the and the yes. compass is going. Ring, yes. ring, yeah. ring. That's it. <laughs> that's a good question. Honestly, yeah, not not growing up in church and not having those conversations. I feel I just developed. I I developed what I did, no matter if it was a moral value, a standard, um, something I knew to be true, whatever. I think I developed them from the people around me, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, whoever was mentoring me in my life, you know, parents, teachers, that would be a multitude of people as they come into your life. You see them, you hear their opinion, you, if you don't have anything else, you're going to base everything on that, what they say. say. Right. Yeah. Did you, I was curious, did you have any like teachers in your life that were, you know, sometimes you have a teacher that's like a standout teacher where you're like, you know, either they believed in you or they stood for something or mm-hmm. I was just curious yeah. if you had anything, any teachers that you I like did. really remember that were like, I did. Dude, they were awesome. Yeah. They, you know, they changed my life in yes. maybe a particular way. So my school experience was, oh, not the best. <laughs> <laughs> for, a mul- for a multitude of reasons. <laughs> <laughs> but I had a... An ag teacher, Bill Holden, anyone that listens to this that knew Bill Holden would 
could probably say the same thing, but he was a person of integrity and he cared about kids. He cared to invest in them. Sometimes, and this is not everyone, but sometimes teachers go at it as a job, not a calling. Yeah. And I believe there's a difference and I'm not, I'm not coming down on anyone who's teaching that feels like it's not their calling. I'm just saying, um, it just, it's just like me. There's things that I do not very naturally. That's probably more of a calling than the things I have to learn, you know, really work at to do. But I believe that he was, it was a calling for him. And I started out, I'm trying to think, I think I started out taking a shop class and I learned to weld in the shop class that nice. he taught. Nice. Yes, I can strike an arc. Were you the only <laughs> nice. girl? Uh, yeah, I think so. In <laughs> yes. that in that one, I think there was uh, some other girls, obviously, in different, you know, different hours or whatever. But yeah, it was... I probably was the only girl. Man, that the was a long time ago. Was a little, a yeah. little lacking. Yeah, and then from that, we went on to do uh, FFA, and he led FFA. And awesome. I was on a dairy cattle judging team. Oh, I Dang. remember talking about that. You did really. Didn't you win an I award did do really or something? Good. Yeah, I won several awards. That's awesome. <laughs> Alongside my friend who lived on a dairy farm. Did you beat her out? Oh, yeah. She was like, you know, she was like, ah, I got non-interest, you know, but, but. Did she think she knew it all because she lived on the dairy farm, but Uh, you actually studied, so you actually I did actually study. I think it was more that she wasn't, truly wasn't all that interested. She had had her fill up. (laughs) Done with dairy cows. Yeah. (laughs) But it was good. It was so, you know, it was fun. And I just remember you know, the last episode, we talked a little bit about the mentality of being a victim mentality or feeling undeserving. And I was thinking about that while we're talking about this. And one thing that for me, Bill stood out to me because he spoke to me in encouraging ways. Mm. And so, in fact, he said, I think you should do the dairy cattle team. Oh, all right. And I didn't really want to do that. I don't remember what I wanted to do, but that's not the one I chose. But he said, I think you should do that. So he saw saw something something that I would have that I would do better at. And that was the whole process of him as my teacher. Every time I would do something, he would see something better, but he wouldn't say that. It was always like, hey, why don't you try this? Mm. It was in a really kind way. Kind of. Guided, guided you. Yes. Like the guiding yeah. light. Like guiding yeah. light. Yeah. So I, yeah, I did excel at that. And it was probably, he, I don't know. He's one that you got like a positive feeling yes. from that you felt like maybe inside, you know, when we're young like that, we don't realize, oh man, this is a shift in my next season of life where I'm going to start figuring out more about myself and where I yes. am supposed to be. You, you, we may not recognize that, but you notice something different from when other people around yes. us, you know, like a lot of times our family and, and you know, neighbors and friends that we're involved with in our early years, they're not going to be the ones who speak life into us. Yes. You know, yes. we have to go find that and, and yes. that grows in relationships mm-hmm. in life. And it's really cool to be able to look back like that on a teacher. Yeah. And um, have those memories where they actually changed your life, where you remember their name and everything. Because I had the polar opposite. And I will, 
I have oh, very okay. I'm I'm the same way though. I have very few teachers that mm-hmm. I remember their name. That's mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. And they're always really. ones that made an impact on me that I remember their mm-hmm. name. Mm-hmm. So I will say this. Back at that time in in high school, I don't know, I was probably a senior, but I I done that for a while. I done FFA for a while probably all four years, I don't know, but he would say things like, looks like you were out late last night whenever somebody would come in with their head down. So it wasn't like he didn't chastise you. It was more like, I'm going to say the words to make you hold yourself aware, accountable. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's good. So not knowing that as a kid, you don't know that. Mm -hmm. But when you look back on it, you can see like, oh my gosh, like he was really good at speaking things to make you think about that yeah so I was thankful for that and I will add this um he passed away I think it was not it was not last year the year before and just multitudes of kids came Mm. to that funeral funeral. and Mm. were in the line and it just yeah it speaks for the character that you had yeah volumes yes so it's like you aren't the only one that he impacted. There was right. so, so many more. I love that. Right. That's a really good point, though, Becky, too, when you think about moral values. So they don't just affect us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He had a value that he was going to treat those teenagers mm-hmm. in a way that he believed in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He held them to a higher standard, but he did it in a way that was loving. Mm-hmm. Like to help bring them up. That yeah. was a value, moral value that he had that. And then you could, when he passed away, you could see the impact. Yes. Of it. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, we're talking about moral values. Yes. It's our guiding light for us. Mm-hmm. But when we have the right guiding light, then our life will also be an impact on other people's that mm-hmm. we, we don't even know and won't even, I think, see the full impact until we get to heaven. Right. Yeah. So good, man. That is good. Kat, how about you? What um, what do you what do you think of when you think about moral values, or or where did you get yours? Or, um, I feel like I kind of was raised, um, with morals and values being like rules that mm. I had to follow. Okay, and so I quickly learned that I don't like having rules to follow. <laughs> Rebel. I want to do my stuff myself. Rebel and, without uh, a cause. Yeah. <laughs> so I did actually, I was like pushing the envelope a lot mm. growing up because I was a wild child. I was okay. excited and happy all the time. Tons of energy all over the place. And like um, I had the opposite effect uh, or experience as you, Becky. I had a third grade teacher that um, in just... A matter of one sentence knocked me down for the rest of my life till I was in my 40s, you know, mm. and I wasn't I never allowed myself to be myself again. But I I went from that excited, you know, yeah, uh, fun loving kid who just loved life and loved everyone to sitting there never making a noise, not wow. not encouraging people, not, mm. you know, mm. didn't have this spice of life feeling yeah. all the time, you know, and I feel like a lot of us growing up well like me specifically growing up everything that hurt me that kind of turned into a little bit more rebellion Mm. where I don't want to have to follow what someone says and so Mm. I was kind of 
going against like, you know, when we would go to church or yeah. um, I always heard the should have, you know, so you yeah. should do that. You, you shouldn't should do, do that. Yeah. Shouldn't do this. Shouldn't do that. Thou you know? shalt not. Yeah. Yeah. And so I heard that a lot. And so I was like, well, I'll show you I shouldn't, you know, and <laughs> and I got I got to where <laughs> I'm putting that down. Cat quote. <laughs> <laughs> Let me shitting all over you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, let um, me show you the should. Yeah. So for a while, I was like, I'm not going to submit to God because I'm not. I don't want someone to tell me what to do. You know, no one's going to tell me what to do. I'm going to do yeah. what I want to do. Yeah. I went into like I didn't want to have to answer to someone, mm, and so I okay. kind of went into. I didn't want to do it their way or God's way or whatever because then I wouldn't have freedom. That's something else, another piece of freedom they could take away from me. And I felt like a free spirit, you know. Yeah. And, and so uh, what I have learned <laughs> growing up is that I can see, you know, like for our kids or for our, you know, um, students, if we're teachers or younger people in the world, like we can see the bigger picture of actions that they're taking of what's going to play out. Right. right. So we can see the 30,000 foot view yeah. picture. And when I opened my eyes to that and I realized at um, 14, I asked Christ into my heart and I realized that he can see the bigger picture and he knows what's going to work out and what's not. And he's wanting me to have the morals and values that were taught to me, yeah, you know, but I just took it a wrong way um, because my parents, you know, I grew up in the church and, uh, and so they were taught to me. I realized it's not bad to have those. It's good to have boundaries because then the, all the boundaries mean are that I'm not going to get hurt. Mm -hmm. It doesn't necessarily mean I'm telling you no, because I don't want you to have any fun in life, you know, or anything like that, that it it means that I am uh, being protected. You know, Mm -hmm. my mom explained it really well that way. Um, And then also with God, I learned that it was okay to give him um, or to follow his rules. I would still think of it that way, you know, Mm -hmm. but it's okay to follow his rules because he has my best interest at heart. Yeah. And he's not going to have me do something or let me do something that is going to break me or hurt me or kill me or whatever, you know? And so when you learn that it's actually freeing Mm -hmm. to take God's values and morals and, and apply them to yourself and apply them to your life and how you treat other others and yourself, then it's, it's like, it sets you free. That's good. You don't have to even think about it. Like if you, if we have good morals and values, we don't have to, it takes the guesswork out of it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, am I doing the right thing? Am I, you know? Yeah. So it, it just gives you this Going freedom where you can go life. back to being, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. You it's can go back to life. being yeah. like yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I love That's that. Good. That's so good, Kat. That That's is really awesome. good. You know, it's interesting because I love seeing different personalities because we both grew up in the church. Mm-hmm. So like I was born on Friday in church on Sunday. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. Born on Friday in church on Sunday. That was my kids too. Yeah. All my kids. <laughs> and... <laughs> My you know, I yeah. was a very compliant child. So mm-hmm. so I would really embody all the rules. I like I did not want to break the rules because I didn't want to get in trouble because then someone would be mad at me and I did not like disconnection from people. Oh yeah. So I would I would have I would always really like try to 
you know, do the straight narrow kind of thing. Like I literally didn't have a rebellious time in my life. And part of that was because my older brother had his rebellious three years. Yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh, he is so bad. I can't do that to my mother. <laughs> I, I remember yeah. saying that as a kid. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that to mom. She's already got enough to deal with. Like, this is how I thought. And so I was just like, I got to stick to the rules. But a lot of the rules were really good ones. You know, I, I can really remember a couple things my mom taught me. One of them was I learned and and one of our big rules as a family was don't lie. When you did something and it went wrong and they asked you about it, if you told the truth, you would not get in as much trouble. Now, there may be a consequences that that might might still have right to, you know yeah you still have to face to the have. natural consequences yeah but but and sometimes there wasn't a consequence it was just literally if i told the truth it was like whoosh, it was wiped clean and like grace yeah. almost grace the mercy <laughs> and and so that was really instilled in us and i am the worst liar <laughs> <laughs> that's a good thing i know i know but but i know it comes <laughs> from that like not being able to lie. So. That's why we're friends. That's when you right. need a liar, right. I got your back. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. My husband can do it too. He's, um, and I don't mean that in a bad way. Right. Just... Yeah, I don't think that's a great quality to go around saying. Yeah. Well, you know, someday, uh, my how we got engaged, it was a whole web of lies. But it was he did so good. It was it was. Oh, I won't, that's I'll, funny. I'll save it for another yeah, day. Yeah, for but... sure. But it was good. So um, the other thing that um, was really big that it, the value my my parents taught was forgiveness. And and I know I've talked about this on the podcast for, you know, a, a different topic that we were talking about. But but that was huge. And it was instilled in us so much so that they didn't even have to be there anymore when, you know, me and my little brother, we fought all the time. We were closer in age. And so we just, you know, you're together more, you're going to have some more conflicts. And we couldn't let five minutes go by without coming and apologizing. And it's like, I'm sorry, will you please forgive me? And that's actually, I'm I'm just going to stop right there. Wow. Those are big words. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not just I'm sorry, but will you please forgive me? Yeah, that's good. It's like a completion of that forgiveness process. Mm -hmm. Now, they may forgive you, they may not, but. You did what you were supposed to do, and you asked forgiveness. And mm-hmm. and my parents were were huge on that, and that was something that I've taken into my marriage and into raising my kids. Mm-hmm. And I can see my kids beginning to do that now. They don't always they don't always remember to do it without a little like, uh, hey, yeah, reminders. But like that's one thing that I've really been trying to instill in is forgiveness. Yeah. And I said, you may not feel like, like, and even the process of, hey, you may feel still mad, mm-hmm. but you can still forgive. Mm-hmm. And then there was this one other one I got to share about my grandma. So my grandma, Tony, and I can vividly remember this. And I don't know why it was such a big deal, but it's such a small thing. But I remember going to her. She was always in an apartment. So I go to her yes, apartment. Yes, we know. Grandma Tony. Grandma Tony. <laughs> Grandma Tony was a wild one, too. <laughs> Based on stories. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I love Grandma Tony. She was a lot of fun. But I remember going to her house, and uh, she was must have been babysitting us or something because my parents weren't there. And I asked for a banana, or, or she was 
gave me a banana. She was the grandma that was always usually asking you if you wanted something like the Greek grandma, mm. but she wasn't Greek. You know, yep. you want some cottage <laughs> cheese? You want some chicken? You want some, no, I'm good, grandma. And finally, you just say yes. But I, I remember there was one banana. So me and Dave are supposed to split it. As I'm about to cut it, she tells me, she said, whichever is the bigger half, that's the one you give away. If you're the one cutting it, whichever one is the bigger one, you give that to the other person. I was like, oh. And so, of course, I'm sitting here trying to get it exactly even, right? Yeah. I got to get it right down the middle so I don't have to cheat myself out of banana. (laughs) But that stuck with me. And it, it really was a value of preferring the other person. Yep. And not being selfish and just taking the bigger half for yourself. Yep. And I was taught my kids that one. They were like, what? And they were doing the same thing. All right, let's get it right down the middle. <laughs> so those were just, you know, some some things I remember from my childhood, but that actually did have a really big impact on mm, me sure. that I've taken into and have been trying to instill in my kids. And, you know, without values, I mean, we can even see in this world crazy things happen. Oh, yeah. Because they don't have a guiding light. Yeah, it's chaos. When you don't have any guidance, yeah. when you can't envision where to go, yeah. you're left to your own devices. And we yeah. don't mm-hmm. we don't naturally make the best decisions. You right. know, and that's right. It's it's hard because there is so much darkness in the world that a lot of the stuff that's going. I mean, I don't even turn the news on. Oh, you know, gosh, I, I, don't I haven't in years. My husband right? interprets for me. He yep. will yes. listen. Mine too. And if it was something important for me to know he will yep. yes. he will filter it and pass it on because it just makes me angry yeah. or sad yeah right. I know I want to get justice for people like and, and I get so wrapped up into it emotionally but mm-hmm. I think that I had the, a similar like I guess instances you know like with oh, my mom yeah. and and uh, my grandparents and my my aunt learning a lot of really good values and morals and things like that uh, all based around others putting others yeah, first, others first. Yeah. yeah so I always I try to raise my kids in that as well yeah and I feel like in a world with so much chaos as I was saying before it just makes things so much simpler it's not mm-hmm. that you know God's trying to take the fun out of it or right. your parents are trying you know whatever no because we have no one's trying to fun. <laughs> yeah yeah he already sees the one billion thousand foot view, you know, right. and yeah. and he knows exactly already every choice we're going to make, every you know moral we're going to take to heart, the ones that we're not, the the values that we're going to grow and and cultivate and encompass in our lives, and he knows based on what we're or the values and things that we are are growing where we're going to go in life. And so he tries to steer us that way. Now we have free will and we can make up our own minds. So when we make our own decisions, you know, sometimes that goes into our relationships in life too. We don't always choose the right people to be around, you know, and, and, uh, or, you know, like me, I got impatient and jumped to, you know, relationships and marriage before I found my God's best. And, you know, (laughs) and that happens, you know, and I think that people, a lot of times people that we 
are close with and everything, we don't have matching values and morals. And there's a mm. whole plethora of issues that comes from mm-hmm. that. Yes. Yeah. Live and learn, live and learn. <laughs> but it's so important to have conversations with each other before you marry someone, before you, you know, even before you move, like who you're going to work for, what you're going to do, who you're going to be around just to see if it's a good fit. So something Jeff and I were talking about the other day is how in one household, because we had a lot of differences that we just started working on. <laughs> hey, but you're working <laughs> after on 25 years. Yeah. Not everybody. No. There's people that give up after 25 yeah. years and never yeah. work through it. Right. right. Celebrate so yourself. I am celebrating that for sure. So we, two different households could have two different sets of moral values. Guaranteed. And <laughs> when you bring that, like, it's possible that you can bring them together, but not without conversation right yes. a lot of conversation i don't know how you would do it without god prayer definitely but right you know yeah. so over here it could be like in this family when the heated argument discussions come and everyone's getting upset the respectful thing to do to them is to get up and leave the room to hold mm. your composure okay because that's the correct way to be got it got it over here the right thing to do is to just make sure you say nothing less than how you feel because yeah, yeah. it's so Total important. Complete honesty. Yeah, and get it it's out so now. important <laughs> to get your opinions and your feelings out. That's yeah. being real. Yeah. And for that person, the worst thing you could do is walk away. Yes. So over here, it's like they may walk away. And the other person is like, oh, my gosh, they just disrespected me in the most Mm. horrible way that you can be disrespected. And then over here, it's like, I walked away because that's the most respectful thing I can do. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like one thing. They're thinking another. uh, Yeah. So it's I'm just throwing that out there. Like, do please do talk and communicate about those differences. That's huge. Mm -hmm. That's absolutely huge. You know, honestly, there's probably a lot of marriages that have been lost over yeah. over yeah. that lack of communication mm-hmm. over values or how how are we going to fight fight mm-hmm. barely how are we going to parent mm-hmm. you know how are we going to yeah know, jeff I, and i are just discussing that right now yeah but that's good though <laughs> two kids grown it's so yeah. you know you're, that, you're doing it now so. you're doing it so. and yeah. they're getting the example now and so it's never too late absolutely plus true when you are on two different pages like that you know religiously or anything yeah. morals values all that my poor kids got polar opposites of both worlds mm. you know they got the beat you over the head with the bible side and then they got the go crazy side <laughs> yeah. with with a lot of no vo- morals and values you know they've seen a lot of yeah things in their life and so it just confuses them more mm-hmm. because the more choices and ideas and avenues you have to go, the more chances you have to make mistakes and the more yeah. chances you have to bring hurt and like trauma into your life. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, For sure. I want to I want to piggyback on on this conversation because it made me think of I remember having a, a conversation with with my daughter, Grace, and it was she was playing with a neighbor kid. And they, every family has different values, right? And that they are instilling into their kids. And her friend, she lies. She 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 does that a lot. And um, Grace and I were talking about it. And because 
you know, I grew up with the, hey, man, if you just tell me the truth, you're not going to get in this much trouble, right? Mm -hmm. But if you lie to me, that's like extra consequences. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And and so th this other little girl, and, and I'm not saying the parents think lying is okay, but, but it's not treated quite to the same extent. And Grace was like, I don't understand. Why is she do that? Why is she like that? Why why don't her parents say what you say? Like, do you know what I'm saying? And um, I'm like, and so I was like, I had to share with her. You know what? Everybody grows up different. Yeah. Every parent parents different. Mm -hmm. And and just I think having those conversations, just like having a conversation in your marriage when you have two, you know, your husband and wife come together and trying to combine those two values, even with your kids, they're gonna see other kids yeah. from other families mm -hmm. with different values. Yep. And a lot of them, even going beyond lying, it could be even as simple as, you know, one of them, maybe they they, they just have a different focus or emphasis. It's not necessarily right. bad or wrong or whatever, yeah, but it's right. different. Mm -hmm. You know, one family is like cool with their kids being on social media. And, the and you know, I haven't allowed my kids to be on social media yet. Mm -hmm. And the ex just having conversations. Right. Yes. Just... Just have conversations. Yes. That's the best way to handle Communicate. things. Ask Communicate. questions. Yes. Ask questions. Help them understand as best you can. And kids, marriage, friendships. Mm -hmm. Friends, you can have the same kind of thing like you would in a marriage. Just with yeah. like, you grow up a certain way. You have a, a certain way of dealing with conflict. Or you have a certain way of dealing with decisions. And it's different. Mm -hmm. And you can run into conflicts and problems. And just talk. Talk mm -hmm. it out communicate oh yeah. yeah and that's gonna take us right into next week you know when we do learn what our values and um morals are from our upbringing and the people around us it's important to realize that when we get to a specific age it's important for us to look at okay so i've learned this let me investigate and find out what my true morals and values are, what mm -hmm. my true personality is, and start getting curious about yourself and become a student of yourself so that you can learn, okay, are these the morals and things that I have taken on or are they, you know, true to who I am and, and the ones Good. that I want to keep? And so next week, we're going to have so much fun. I know everybody loved our fireside chat style that we did a couple months ago. So we're going to do it again. We're going to start talking about mindset. And the reason, I mean, this is a huge, incredible topic that we could go on and on about forever, yeah. but we have got some tools and stories and examples that are just going to blow you away and change your mindset and your life okay. for the better when you use them. So we are super stoked about that. We are super stoked that you're here. If you have heard anything that has resonated with you, then please let us know. Get into uh, the podcast show notes and send us a message or email at us at yourfearlessjourney at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Your Fearless Journey with Becky, Cat and Heather. We want to hear from you. You're why we do what we do. So let's connect. Connection is a huge thing for us. So yep. let us know how this info that we share, you know, based on what we've experienced in life, can touch you and and has touched you and changed your life and how you know changes that maybe you've made or things that you've learned that we could learn from you know we're all here to learn together share this with someone this week that's what we are going to challenge you with share this podcast with someone that you know this is going to make a difference in their world and 
next time we will see you fireside chat way chat whatever <laughs> on your fearless journey with Becky Cat and Heather <laughs> <laughs>